Hello, listeners. This is Jim the Keys Bartender. How are you today? I hope you're faring well. If you're up in or down in our region, you're experiencing tremendous heat as well as the central, south, southern part of the states in the United States all the way up. And I'm sure in Mexico and different places in the United States <coughs> affected by the heat. And we did talk about how years ago people just didn't have any remediation or cures for dealing with the heat other than going outside, going to the water. Uh, The ancient Egyptians used uh, bamboo mats. They put over the windows and they kind of soak them with water. And the dry, it only works when you have dry air going through. But when you have hot, dry air go through a a medium that's as moisture and there's evaporation, evaporation causes cooling. Well, that evaporation is cooling. Now, normally, uh, compression creates heat. So the releasing of heat, absorb, uh, evaporation absorb, absorbs the heat or it does cool. I mean, I am way above my pay grade for these, uh, the physics of heating and cooling. But nowadays, we have air conditioning. And yesterday at work, we, I worked all day yesterday, and during lunch, we had a very, very busy lunch, especially with lots of locals and lots of, uh, well, relatively many visitors. As it turns out, they too wanted to get out of the heat. And since we were in an indoors venue, where most people come down and visit, they want to sit. A lot of times, if they're experiencing the keys, they want to go to a waterside dining uh, venue. Um, we're not waterside. So, but when it's really hot outside, that's the only solution is to stay indoors, right? So we were very busy. We had lots of people. And uh, I'm not complaining about it because it's whenever there's lots of people, there is more opportunities for me to earn more money as well as my co-workers and the owners because they're in business to make money. So we worked yesterday and then in the evening, it got a little cloudy and cooled off and then we had a unusually slow Wednesday evening. So it's very strange having diametrically opposed volumes, meaning a lot of customers in the daytime, few in the evening. We didn't do anything really different. We didn't post anything different on our social media platforms that we have accounts for. So the only thing we give credit to is not that there were more people down in the afternoon than there were in the evening, was because of the heat profile. And then people, eventually, the people that were eating inside or or, or things like that, and people in the evening decided to eat outside again. So, or it, that's if they're eating out twice. So we did that. It was a it was a relatively relaxing day. We have a lot of uh, people, I guess off-season people, that come down here. And I thought we, you know, immediately during lunch, we thought, oh my God, there must be tons more people here this week. Last week, it was 4th of July. And this week, we're dealing with these crowds. And it, it just wasn't the case, I think. So... That, that's the only explanation for it. 
So I'm going to move on from there. Today, I got up. It's not a double for me. I only work in the evening. So I have my side jobs going. I do podcast work. I check my schedule for spin. Normally, I would go to the gym. This week, I'm going light on the gym, taking a week, just doing a, some cardio, my spin classes, maybe a little, maybe tomorrow I'll do a little weightlifting. I don't know. I may take the whole week off from that. <clears throat> and I'll figure into our conversation also. So, but today I jumped on my podcast passion. And at the beginning of the week, I, as you may have heard me state previously, I created a new podcast called Conk Chatter, the Conk Chatter podcast. And it deals specifically with news stories and topics that relate to the keys. <clears throat> so I did, I was trying to figure out how to do remote recordings because it is really different for podcasts where very few podcasts I've noticed do, do live forums unless they're set up that way like the Moth Radio Hour and, and other things. But mostly it's done remotely. And for my original show, this show, The Keys Bartender, I used Skype. And that was the only solution I could use to integrate it with the online application that I use. And I would talk to people there or do it in person and doing it in person even though it's fun there's a lot of work involved in that where you have to bring your laptop you got to bring your power supplies you got to make sure that you have an adequate uh, because we're using a hosted application a hosted application means that the tools I use a lot of them reside online they don't reside on my computer and if I don't have access to it I can record maybe but I have to have an internet connection a reliable internet connection because I've tried it with unreliable inter internet con uh, connections and I would be going through an interview and halfway through it would just shut down and it was frustrating to say the least but I I think I persevered and hence the, today's the 638th episode but there was always a difficulty with that remote it was an inelegant solution. You think we're in the 21st century and I have to go in. I have this online application. I have to link up to Skype. I got to make sure all the stereo inputs. It's, it's a technical issue, which I don't want to bore you with. But there's a lot of technicalities involved with the sound coming in and the sound coming out. The sound coming in is on microphone, my microphone, and if I'm talking to someone remotely, it's off their phone. Or if they're talking on Skype, it could be their computer, but that's the application that's routing through the end source, which is the program I use to produce the podcast. And it records it. I have the music resides there. Sound bits reside here, like here's Tina. I use it. All, I haven't used it in a while, but it's uh, one of my regulars calling me a certain name. Let me. You're an out. asshole. Um, this one. <laughs> That's a, a semi-regular, but I did get permission for them to use that. And so, when when I'm doing these, there's a lot of things that go on, and I don't have a sound guy. 
I'm not complaining about that. So what I'm looking for, so I'm not distracted while I'm doing a show, is the most simple form of recording. So I can just get to the brass tacks. Sometimes you you hear a big pause and you hear me go, ah, mm, and things. It's because I'm watching things. And when I watch things, sometimes I get distracted by the shiny objects. I limited attention span sometimes. And it hasn't gotten any better through the years. I, I attempt to focus as long as I stay off the caffeine. And, you know, I, originally when I started recording the show, I was drinking for the first two years of it, a little over two years of it. And uh, when we did the shows from a location, usually a bar or restaurant, I'd get a couple drinks in me. And that would help uh, or aid in my distraction meaning it's hard to focus, at least for me. There's some people that do quite well under, you know, a moderate influence. So here I am. I'm working on my new podcast. The new software I'm using to record the podcast has, it's directly through the phone. And all I have to do is send a link to the co-host, they call it a co-host, but it can send multiple links to people and have multiple people on it. And when I first started recording it and attempting to use it, it would the sound would drop out. The person on the other end of the line wouldn't hear my, my voice. And just, I, I attempted to do the first interview with a, a local uh, fishing captain on the other network because on the other podcast. And we tried several times, just dropped out. And it turned out, I'm thinking, what is making you do that? And I was thinking that perhaps I need to isolate the noise and isolating the noise using a headphone or headphones or earbuds. In this way, when people are talking through their cell phones, they don't use it as a big microphone and they get reverb when the speaker, when my voice is coming out of the speaker, when they're using the speaker section. They only give you that option if you're not using headphones. And they may tell you when they were, they may, might have told me that, you know, please use earbuds or headphones when you're recording. But I didn't notice that. Maybe I didn't delve too deeply in recording. I'm more of a seated view pants when I try something new. I had a friend up in Philadelphia, and whenever we had to assemble something, he was—he just was recently married, and he'd buy things, and we put it together. And I said, well, where's the instructions? He goes, I don't need any instructions. And he would just not go by the instructions. And, and somewhat, I try to be intuitive about my using of technology. I said, well, this would make sense. Why? But, you know, what, what is that? What is making sense with that? Whoever designs the software, they people think differently. They have different orders of operation. You do this, this, and then this. So here I am, struggling. And I get frustrated. And I'm a horrible person to be around. Horrible when I'm frustrated, when I'm using, attempting to use technology. For some reason, it just gets so frustrating because you want to do something and you know what you want to do and you know the thing that you're using can do it. It's like having a hammer and using the end of the hammer, the wooden part, handle to bound things in. And people say, no, you're supposed to use the metal flat part in the, on the top. 
to hit the nails and you hit a square and go down. You know, I'm using I'm using the end of the hammer to put it bluntly. So it's quite you know, I'm not people say, well, you've been doing it five years. You should know what you're doing. Well, every software program is different. I'm not saying it's an explanation. I should. But when I read the instructions, it assumes that the person that is on reading the instructions understands the nomenclature that they use for describing it. And I don't necessarily know that. So I do. I did the podcast. I uh, I did a recording. I finally figured out how to use earbuds. I interviewed two people. They happened to be politicians because I figured since the Conk Chatter podcast is going to be about the keys, there's people that are running for office, and I'm going to try to get as many of those in before the primary. Anybody that wants to be heard, and it's just they're 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 not uh, they're readily available to be interviewed. And then once I get those in there, I'll be I'm using them as practice. I know. I'm using them as practice for the podcast and things like that. So here I go. I go and do it. And there's, I'm still using my old software for Keys Bartender because this one has everything in one place, at least when I'm producing the show by myself. Just using, I have my music. I play my music at the beginning of the show, at the end of the show. I got my little sound clips that I need to call myself an asshole. Um, and now because I use the asshole thing, I got to remember, I got to check explicit. And people think if I see explicit, I'm talking about vaginas and penises and all this stuff all the time and using vulgar terms. No, I do it for, I check explicit so I don't have to, you know, opt out. If someone, if someone uses this fuck as a descriptor, as an adverb or an exclamatory, then I don't want to have to delete that. There's a lot of other things. Now, on a new program, everything's segmented. So I do my recording, and then I have to add pre-music, post-music, and you can edit within the program. I can edit the sound files on my Keys Bartender one, but I have never done it because I've never gotten into that. And I figure, I'll just go in with a rough draft, and that's it. And I'll try to get the sound as best as I can. On this new one, I get... I do the interview, got a sound file, and then I have to uh, either shorten it because I say hello to people when I call them and things like that. And then I say, hey, listen, I'm going to do a countdown. And we're going to be starting in five, four, three, two, one. And then I say, hi, this is um, the Conk Chatter podcast. And I have here today Joe Schmo from Mahi Tacos, right? Something like that. And there's no Joe Schmo from Mahi Tacos, but, and then I go through it, and at the end, I thank Joe. Thank you, Joe Schmo. Thanks for being a guest on the Conk Chatter podcast, and we hope you'll be back with us again. And then go, thank you very much, listeners, for listening this week. Um, that's what I'm going to try to do at the end of it. And then right after that, I, I tell the people at the end, the people I'm interviewing, I say, listen, stay on. I want to talk to you afterwards. So, and I can always. And this is for the people that don't understand podcasts. I could take that file and I could trim out the beginning and trim out the the end. But also what you can do is you can take out the interruptions. Sometimes there's a loud squeak noise or like that snap. You hear that? I could take that out. Because you can drill down 
and I can just cut that section. Or there's a filter that's called impulsive noise filter, and that's for a loud like squonk or squeak or something like that. It shows up, and it'll just flatten it out. And there's all sorts of things. There's static. There's white noise. There's broadband noise. There's, wait, let me read some of this. There is clipped samples I can do. I can do um, frequency filters, shellac noise, vinyl noise. Vinyl noise is kind of like that sound you hear on the old records when it's playing. You can remove that. So there's all these things you can do and filters you can use to kind of make the most out of a, a recording. And I'm just learning that. And yesterday, or the day, what was it, the day before? Actually, on Tuesday, yesterday I worked a double. So on Tuesday, I spent 10 hours working on that. Uh, Monday, I worked about uh, four hours on it. And it's really a new technology for me. And I did get frustrated. And luckily, my my wife and daughter were on vacation, so they didn't have to deal with me. But they got back at the end of the day on Tuesday when I was wrapping things up. And she said, are you mad at me? My wife said this. Are you mad at me? I said, no, no, I'm not mad at you. I'm frustrated. I'm just working. And you know, I've been mostly successful. I was successful. I completed the things I wanted to do. I completed it to a higher quality than I thought I would. And I still was unsatisfied. Right? That's a rough life, isn't it? So that I'm working on it. And another thing I was thinking about recently, I think, oh, man, this is stuff I'm going to have to do all the time. This is something that every... Every time I do it. But then I realize, I go, but each time it's going to be easier. And it has been. You take the music, you merge the files, you put them together, and you you download it, and then you record it. But that frustration and the level of expectation I have, and then I listen to my voice. And I'm listening to my voice before. Fortunately, for the, when I was doing the Keys Bartender, 638 episodes, there was only about maybe 50 episodes out of that 600 that I've heard the whole podcast and listened to my voice because I, I'm i one of those people, like most people, that don't really find their voices that attractive. Yes, I don't find it attractive. I, I'm not like one of those people that love to sing all the time and realize and think that people love to hear them sing. But I, get, I go on. I continue. I'm happy to do that. It's one of those things. So today was the culmination. I, mean, I, little, I felt a little guilty. I feel guilty when I'm working on the Conk Chatter podcast because I'm not working on the Keys Bartender podcast. I'm feeling as if I'm being disloyal, sharing my affection with another thing. But you know what? I reached, I don't know, I really never really reached a high point with this particular podcast, but I'm going to continue doing it because it's, it became the, my, you know, my journal 
That's why my thoughts, and it may never get, it never it may never break the hundreds and hundreds. So I, like this month, this past month, I maybe had 5,000 downloads. And for the unschooled, they say, that's a lot. Well, it's not a lot for someone who's been doing it for five years. It isn't. But it doesn't, it doesn't stop me. And I, I don't, I'm not trying to put that out there to show, hey, look at me persevering. It's just me doing what I like to do. And hopefully I can take this new thing and turn it into a key specific stories, topics, and news. But news is, I'm not talking about news in the daily sense, like so-and-so body was found here. I'm talking about news like we're working on legislation, on policies, on on things that go on the keys. And the stories I'm talking about, there's humorous stories, interesting human interest stories, and things like that. But I'm still dedicated on doing this, and I do understand this is the where I began podcasting on this show. I just got to remember that. And lastly, I wanted to talk about, today I was taking care of business. I, I worked a couple hours in the morning working. I'm still refining one of the sound files for the interviews I did on Monday and I had several things I had to go to the bank I had to get my hair cut I didn't have to get my hair cut but I decided to get my hair cut and then for some reason I grabbed my license I thought I had another year or two on my license I didn't realize I had that license for eight years and eight years is a length and you you have to renew your license in Florida So I take a picture of a younger me, my license, to our local DMV. I mean, I, I, it's not called it's it's not called the DMV. I think it's called it could be called the DMV. But you go into our local office in Key Largo, and I don't want to try to. I'm not trying to make you jealous, but I say, you know what? I got an hour. Why don't I give myself an hour and see how long this is going to take? Because I had about a little over a month to renew it. But I figured if I, I can, I'm a procrastinator. And I went in there. They have a little kiosk. You put in the nature of your business. You're going there, whether it's tags, registration, driver's license. I put that in. And bef- as I get, they print out the ticket. They call my number. Because I see it on the screen. And I get the ticket. And they call my number. I walk up the number. I know the people in the office. Isn't that great? You know the people in the office. Because actually some of them come to, the, come to the restaurant. So I come in and say hello to them. And stuff. I said, wow. Holy holy smokes. You know, the end of the week. Uh, this is the middle of the week. They said midweek is kind of slow. It's Fridays and Mondays. Really busy. So, and this was a Thursday. So I'm thinking, okay, well, however long this takes, I'm going to take it. So I go in, give him my card, and he says, anything changed? No. And 12 minutes later, I'm not exaggerating. I was going to say 10, but I think 12 minutes is more accurate. 12 minutes later, I'm walking out the door with my renewed license. 
only waiting for it to, you know, waiting for a picture, waiting for the eye test. I was getting a little concerned about the eye test, getting a little older. And, yeah, it's just inconceivable for people to come from places like I'm from, Philadelphia or Baltimore or New York, that you're going to walk in without an appointment into the DMV, walk up to a window, talk to someone, and then 12 minutes later, walk out with your license. At least that's my experience. And another thing I felt when I was looking, I go, eight years. I'm looking at the picture. And it's a significant, uh, significant change in the picture. Significant. I have been taking care of myself. But the, the idea that change occurs as you get older, it's so incremental changes. Changes occur daily. With children growing, you ever keep one of those height charts for your children on the wall someplace in your house? The changes are incremental. You don't, you don't, unless you're in a coma for 10 years, or you're not going to go to sleep and then wake up. You know, you're not going to go to sleep 12 and wake up 22. Go to sleep 50, wake up 60 or something. For, it, it, but it, it feels like it when you have tangible proof, as in the former driver's license and your new driver's license. And you look at it and say, boy, change did occur. And I think I'm about physically, if you looked at my body, about the same. But the way my body feels a little older. If I had taken a, a, a demarcation from August of 2014 to late July 2022, I'd go, wow. Things have changed. I mean, co- I mean, all the things that happened, all the things that happened since then, I guess mentally changed. I think I was... It's about the time, right when I was I was drinking. I was drinking for a little over five years. And pre- previous to that driver's license photo, I was sober for seven years. And taking this photo, I've been sober going on two and a half, uh, two, two years, eight months, since I had my last drink. And... You know, just the the color of your hair, the shape of your face, you know, that thing under your chin that us people get. It's just, it just happens. And it's, well, I don't even know how to describe the feeling. You know you're getting older. You realize you have no choice but to get older. Oh, you don't. You know, people say don't get old. You heard me say this before if you're an avid listener. When someone says, hey, don't get old. And I go, what do you want me to do? Suspended in. I only got a couple of them. Suspended in animation. uh, Traveling at uh, light speed away from the earth and back. That's another way of not getting old. But, you know, time passes the same for me when I'm in the ship. So if I go away for an hour and I come back and it's 100 years 
the people will look at me and say, you haven't changed. You know, but that that's not... Or I can die because you're not going to get old if you die, too. You're not going to get any older. It's melancholy. That's the word I'm looking at. It's melancholy. Because you don't think when you're young, when you're very young, you're in a hurry to get older. And you're proud of that. And when you get older, some older people say, yeah, I'm 70 years old, look at me, I'm a whippersnapper. And your elbows are out, and you're, you know, you're doing this thing, side to side thing. I'm, sometimes it's really good to be, uh, have a video component to a show, but you can go say, you know, yippee, look at me, I'm a tough guy, I'm 70. 70 is less than 12 years away from me. I have no idea what that feels like. I still don't know what 58 feels like, and I'm almost 59. I mean, I can say I feel what I feel like today. I feel pretty good. Sometimes a couple of the joints are sore and things like that. The eyes aren't so hot for reading, but my distance is good. I mean, I went and got tested today, and I, you know, didn't need any glasses. Looked in there, read the fifth line. Right over. But there are telltale signs. People, there's no, there's no denying. No matter people say, oh, you don't look that old. Well, yeah, I do look that old. I may, if you, you know, there may be components of me that, that look younger. I may behave a bit younger. The voice, the voice is kind of old. Sounds like an older man. Does not sound like a kid. I realize that. Like I said before, not a big fan of listening to my voice. Not a big fan. Which is good. I guess that gets away from the narcissistic thing and saying, well, I'm just going to record me saying how great I am and I'll just play it back to myself. I would not be able. I need to have someone else tell me how great I am. <sighs> no, I don't. I don't want anybody to have to tell me that. But I do... But I do realize everyone goes through it and they deal with it different ways. And it's just the acceptance. You can just say, hey, listen, what are you going to do? I'm getting older. Get out, take care of things, do it. And you say, like, things I'm, sometimes people think, wow, you got to this age and you, didn't, you don't know how to do this. Or you got to do this age and you know how to do that. You're still doing this. You're still, you know, that. And, and it, you know, certain things. And you say, well, it just happens. Just happens every day, a little bit older. And I just don't want to let it change. I just don't want to let it change my perspective, even though I have a different perspective. I don't want to change the core of my perspective. Trying to be a little more positive, making sure that age doesn't dull that part of my personality, of positivity and friendliness and outgoingness. I find myself a bit crankier, a bit crankier, a little more prone to an angry reaction. But I, I'm also, I don't know, sometimes I just feel it. And I just say, hey, listen, you know, when the, when the wife came home Tuesday with the daughter and I'm working on the sound file and I'm kind of frustrated and stuff like that. And she asked me, she's known me for quite some time, but 
She goes, and I said, listen, I'm just frustrated about that. There's some lingering aspects to the feeling I was working with, and I get all tied up into it. But uh, it'll pass. It'll pass. So uh, I'm not, once that passes, I'm able, you know, I'll say, I'm really happy to see you. I'm I'm, I'm glad you had a good time and things like that. And then I'll be, I'll be, take me about 15 minutes to get back into the thing. It happens at work when I get busy too. I get all wrapped up in work. I get real busy and I get real short. And people are talking to me. I say, listen, I got things to do. I love to talk to you. And there's different times where I can spend more time with you, like at the end of the day and the beginning of the day. But when we're real busy, I know you want to talk, but I got to take care of these other people too. So just like this podcast, I'm taking time with this uh the Conk Chatter past cast, and I said, well, I can't for, for forget my first love. Here I am. I'd like to thank you for being here today. And if I do everything right, I think I should be able to be back again another time this week and talk about a different subject. Thank you very much, and have a wonderful day. Bye.